Within us all, there resides a hero. We just have to learn how to tap in and unleash the power inside. Kylie Ann Bowers is the founder of Mind Your Hero. And this podcast is the mind foot you need to transform your mindset, manifest your desires, and live a life filled with magic. Each episode inspires you to discover your dreams and equips you with the tools and courage you need to transform your life. We're so excited to have you here. Thanks for hitting play. Now, let's begin. Welcome to today's podcast episode where we are going to get super deep into the psychology of basically and essentially people pleasing. So this has been a topic requested from one of the heroes in our community and the question is why is it that we often take actions that go against what we want but it's for the other person's happiness. This also goes into how can I deal with family's negative comments or friends even and the fear of judgment especially around starting and beginning my own business so we have a lot of clients that are so paralyzed by fear because they are so worried about the family's negative comments your friends negative comments and also we start taking action in accordance to very old deeply rooted patterns so let's dive in now if this topic has piqued your interest and you're listening to this podcast perhaps you are a recovering perfectionist or a people pleaser too. And the reason we become people pleasers is because we have never taken the time to parent our inner child. Now, I'm going to be giving you some tough love throughout this episode. Please know that I have absolutely no judgment, but I have been in these places myself where you are searching desperately for external validation when in fact it needs to come from yourself. It cannot come from another source. And if you continually keep looking for that external validation, firstly, you will never find it. And secondly, you will just live a life of a perpetual cycle of people pleasing, of trying to be a perfectionist and feeling like a consistent failure, never building your worth, never feeling enough. And your entire life will reflect that back to you. And I know that you are worth so much more. You are worth so much more. You deserve the world. You deserve to manifest your dream life. And this is why I'm so passionate about taking you through this journey. This is why I'm so passionate about Unleash Your Hero, because it truly helps people go through a program where they can reparent their inner child, where they can integrate shadows that have held them back from taking action, from doing the things that they want to do because they're constantly trying to please others and make sure that they are happy and to the detriment of their own well-being. So how does this all start? Where does this all start? How does this even happen where we find ourselves in a pattern of people-pleasing? The first thing we need to ask is whose love did you crave the most when you're growing up? Now, obviously, this would be to look at your primary caregiver. So it's generally and often speaking a mom or a father figure. And whose love did you crave the most growing up? And moreover, 
Who did you have to be in order to be celebrated and revered by that person? So for example, perhaps you craved your father's love and you needed to be a straight A student, look a certain way, weigh a certain amount, have a certain style of dress. And that's the behaviors and the characteristics that you had to take on in order to be seen as good enough in their eyes. Now, what happens is, is that that might be so out of alignment to who we are at a soul level that we keep getting pulled out of our own integrity. Now, when we keep getting pulled out of our own integrity, we fall into our not self themes, which from human design would be bitterness, anger, frustration, disappointment. And if you're feeling any of those consistently, you know that you are not living in alignment with your true soul's calling. Now, we do this because we believe that if we act in this certain way, if we do these certain things, we will be celebrated, loved, and revered for being that way. But what happens is, is that we actually reflect back a world back to ourselves where we're not enough we don't have enough and that's because we are deeply wounded and our inner child is screaming out for help but we've never taken the time to reparent that version of ourselves so this version of you is constantly going to go and seek attention from others by trying to be this perfect person or this people-pleasing person because you don't know who you are at a soul level. Now, I will share some of my story with you because, again, I've really understood this process so deeply and so profoundly. There was a point where I had an ex-relationship and I wanted to start my own business. I showed that person my idea book where I wrote down a list of all the different companies that I had thought up, I've dreamt of, And I got laughed at. And because that person laughed at my ideas, I shut that book down. I shut that part of me down because I was so embarrassed and ashamed. And by the way, shadows get formed from situations where you were made to feel embarrassed and ashamed. So that part of me completely shut down. And I never looked at it for a couple more years after that. Now, obviously, this is part of my journey, so I never regret that. But that was because I had such low self-worth at that point that anything like that kind of a situation would just tip me over the edge and I'd completely shut down, flight, fight or freeze, okay? How I overcame this? Well, I had to start working on my self-worth. I had to start reparenting my inner child. I had to constantly have conversations with myself on how we are enough and I have to start treating myself with the respect that I expected others to treat me with first and foremost and that is a process it's not going to happen overnight but you have to start looking at yourself and thinking about what your needs are now often in our growing up stages especially between the ages of zero and seven somewhere along the line, our basic needs weren't met. Now, this can go into so many different avenues. It can go into so many different pathways. It's so multifaceted. So I'm going to try simplify it as much as possible. But essentially what we'll do is we will look at which parents' love did you crave the most? Now, if you weren't getting that, you may have also not been receiving the needs, your basic human needs when you were growing up. 
Now, this goes even further because we really have to look at the relationship specifically with your mother and often biological mother, because if their emotional needs weren't met, your emotional needs were not going to be met either. So if that's the case, then you may have what we call the mother wound. And this is, again, a systemic generational trauma that gets passed on from generation to generation and essentially for so many years a general kind of thought pattern that occurred was women are to be seen and not heard women were not women did not have a place in the workplace and their emotional needs were not met The biggest mistake I see people making when trying to manifest their dream life is that they only use one out of three elements. So join me next week from the 30th of May to the 1st of June, where you can learn how to activate your mind, body, and soul to manifest more money and live your dream life. Sign up in the show notes below or go to www.mindyourhero.com forward slash manifest more money. So now if your mom's needs were not met, it means your needs were not met. And this can also go into past life stuff. Where were your needs not met in past lives? Now, we can talk about past lives in a different topic, but that's, again, a different facet of this conversation that we get to explore. I'm going to try to keep it more in the here and the now. So that is something that we need to look at. Now, there are also theories and case studies um, where they have looked at if your mom had also had a miscarriage before giving birth to you, that you may have also started to take on the soul before you's responsibilities in this lifetime. And again, you need to decondition who you thought you had to be in order to be celebrated, accepted, revered, and loved. And again, you're just living out of alignment with your soul's purpose so how do we even start to to fix this well we start to ask ourselves what is it that i need in this moment and something as simple as i need time out i need to go and have fun sometimes i speak to my inner child and they have very adult like things that they want to do oh i'd love to have a glass of wine with the ladies or sometimes it can be childlike playthings my inner child personally loves arts and crafts. And I know that when I'm about to hit burnout, because I have become aware of that pattern now, that I will go and do arts and crafts to fill up my cup, especially my sacral energy. And that is where we really get to explore and have fun and start to heal. Now, what's really interesting is that the way your inner child progresses through life is also the way your chakra system starts to get developed. So if between the ages of zero and one and a half, your basic needs of survival were not met, which means food, shelter, water, basic needs like that were not met and you didn't have that available to you, you're going to find that the base of who you are, which sits in your root chakra, your survival mode, has not gonna, is not going to be fully formed. And that's the work that we get to do in Unleash Your Hero, where we go in and we build that foundation for the rest of your chakras to start developing fully.
Your sacral chakra is from one and a half to three years of age, where you're starting to explore your sexuality. You're starting to explore boundaries. Now, again, if your parents or primary caretakers never explored healthy boundaries and never or or just push things under the carpet, you're going to be mimicking that behavior now in your adult life. Now, there's also traumas that may have happened during that time. And the way we perceive things can sometimes be not how it truly is. So in my own timeline therapy work that I've done on myself or that I've been exposed to through other coaches facilitating it for me, I have managed to go back to when I was two months old. And I know that sounds crazy, but I can guarantee you that the cells inside your being remember. And when I went back to my two-month-old self, I could see myself in my little car seat and my dad was talking to his friends and I wanted my bottle and nobody was paying attention to me. And in that moment, I made the decision that everything I needed to do in life, I needed to do by myself and nobody would help me. And that was a belief I took through into my adult life. And only once I'd reprogrammed that memory, refiled it, sorted through it, was I able to actually delegate things in my business? Was I able to actually heal? And it seemed so irrelevant because my dad was probably at the time just having a bit of a laugh with his friends. But because I never got the help that I wanted right there and then instantly, I had made up a whole whole story in my mind as to why nobody would ever help me. So that's what we really need to start looking at when it comes to perfectionism, people-pleasing. Now, this is going to sound a lot easier, a lot easier than how it is to implement it. But once we start to heal, once we start to be a bit more boundaried within ourselves, we can then start to ascertain who we actually take advice from. If a person, especially a family member or a friend, has not lived the path that you want to do, why the hell are you taking advice from them in the first place? I know that we love them. I know that we look up to them. But if you are wanting to start your own business and you are taking advice from a person that's never had an entrepreneurial bone in their body, what advice do you think you're going to get? It's like trying to go to a dentist with rotten teeth and getting advice on how to take care of your teeth. You're not going to do it. It's like going to a person who's broke, trying to teach you how to manage your finances or somebody that's always breaking up and doesn't have a good relationship and asking them for advice on love. Why the hell are we asking people for advice that have not lived the same path that we desire? Okay, we can love our family but we don't need to rely on them for all the advice that we sometimes need. This is why I truly believe in coaching, in hiring mentors, because when we do that, we get a third perspective on our life and it also empowers us to make informed decisions. Okay. Often the people that are closest to us that we ask for advice will just project their their fears their shadows, their insecurities onto you because that's what you bring out in them. We are all a reflection of each other when we come into these interactions. So this is going to probably be some harsh advice, but if you are wanting to start a business, 
create an Instagram page. If your family members or friends that are negative in your space start to comment and trigger these parts of you inside of you that do sometimes feel not enough, remove them from your profile. It's not horrible. It's a boundary you're setting in place. And if you really are struggling with the perfectionist, people-pleasing aspect of yourself, just blame it on the Instagram glitches that everyone's currently experiencing. Oh, gosh, I didn't know that you weren't following me anymore. It must have been Instagram. I would definitely never have deleted you. But for your own sanity, keep your head in your own lane, okay? Keep your head in your own lane. And I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy. So I want to explain how working on myself working on my enoughness, reprogramming my enoughness, changing my neural pathways resulted in such a different conversation about eight years after the previous one that I'd had with an ex-relationship of them laughing at all of my business ideas. So that was the first encounter I had with wanting to be an entrepreneur and somebody laughing at me. Now, when I met Lloyd, that was at the time... At the time, I was fully into my corporate career and entrepreneurship was something I always knew I wanted to do, but it wasn't something I'd explored for at least a year into mine and Lloyd's relationship. Now, there was a moment where, and he's been one of the most supportive, supportive people in my life, but I want to reiterate this. It's because I had worked on myself I had given myself my needs. I had respected myself to the level that I demanded or commanded rather respect from others without even saying like, this is how you treat me. I had just been the example of how others needed to treat me to myself. And because of that, I started receiving so much more support than I could ever have dreamed of in my life. I I received support from my family. I received support from support from friends. I received support from Lloyd. I, I, I received so much more support. And even though some of my family members didn't know exactly what I was doing, they still supported me wholeheartedly. And the difference was myself. It wasn't that they had had a change of heart or a change of mind. It was just because I'd worked on my internal reality and therefore my external world was showing me a different story, a different picture. So when I went to Lloyd at the moment where I knew I was going to resign the following day, so I have an emotional authority in human design. And what happens with me is that I will sit on a decision for ages. I'll say, oh, this is going to be happening. Then no, no, it's not going to be. Then it's going to happen. Then no, it's not. Oh my word, best decision ever, worst idea ever. That's how I will make decisions. But then there will come a moment, a moment of absolute clarity And it will almost appear like my decision has been out of the blue, but it has been something that I've been sitting on for the longest time. So I will never forget phoning Lloyd up on a Sunday afternoon. He was just getting off the golf course. And I said to him, I was like, oh, are you home yet? He's like, almost, almost. I was like, well, I'm resigning from my job tomorrow. I think his jaw hit the floor. He he stopped in his tracks and he's like, you're doing what? But when he got home and we spoke about everything, Lloyd can be a very much a one, three, 
line profile line person in his human design and want to know all of the answers and I really respect that about him and I also understand the way he operates now so he had to ask me all the questions but what about this how are you going to afford this he had to do the logical part he's also a CA an accountant so he really has to understand how things will work before he says yes and that's a great idea and let's go for it and through him asking all of these different questions I could answer them in a very casual way, but it, but if this had been me a couple of years ago, I would have shut down, I would have gone into my flight, fight, or freeze mode, and I wouldn't have been able to answer them, and I wouldn't have had any of my own boundaries in place because I did not know my own self-value and worth. And because I'd worked on this so much, we had an amazing conversation about my decision to resign from my corporate job the following day and at the end of it he's like I'm so excited for you I'm so proud of you and I can't wait to see where this will take you and if I had been previous Kylie that was 23 showing her ex-boyfriend all of her business ideas and they had come at me with all of those questions I would have stayed in my corporate job I wouldn't probably even be recording this podcast that I am today because I would have wanted to please them and stay in the safe option. So entrepreneurship especially is, I reckon, 70 to 80% an internal mindset journey and is 20 to 30% strategy, hard work or dedication. I don't like the word hard work, but dedication, getting stuff done, putting yourself out there. The rest of it is all how does my internal world affect my external reality and when you can truly work on yourself reparent yourself assess all the moments in your life where you were embarrassed or ashamed or made to feel less than reprogram them you will come out on top and you will be amazed absolutely amazed at how the external world that you are living in starts to celebrate and revere you just because you're recognizing yourself. When you recognize yourself, the world will recognize you too. And I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy. And often trying to do it alone is the hardest thing. I I can guarantee you now, I would not have been able to get to where I am today without the coaches, mentors, and psychologists that I have hired on my journey because doing it by yourself is difficult. And this is why programs like Anish Your Hero exist. Anish Your Hero is my heart and soul because I know what it's like to go from being laughed at for a business idea and not taking any action because flight, fight, and fear just freezes you up and paralyzes you from taking any action and I know the transformation I've made through working on myself through respecting myself through finding my enoughness and how that has helped me create an amazing business a beautiful life with an expansive relationship because I did the work I cannot stress that enough I did the work. I continually do the work because with each level that you get to, there's going to be something else that crops up. When we, you know, when I first started business, I wanted to create two to $300 extra a month and I had to break through my financial ceiling. Now we've broken through a lot of financial ceilings, but to get to the next one, 
I have to repair it myself with new fears, with new things that are coming up. And sometimes it's still the same core wounding of I'm not enough or am I capable of this? But because I've got the basic tools that I teach in Anisha Hero, I use those every day to reprogram myself to be able to overcome that next challenge to reach the next level of success. Because life is not going to be (laughs) just an easy, smooth sailing path, right? We have challenges that get placed on our way because we need to overcome challenges in order to become the energetic container that will be able to receive your desires. And if you are constantly feeling like you are defeated by your challenges, then my best piece of advice to you would be to become resourceful, become resourceful And find a means to invest in yourself because you are the best investment you will ever make. You will ever, ever, ever make. I can guarantee you that. So I'm going to leave you on that note today. I hope you've enjoyed and loved this podcast as much as I have enjoyed creating it for you. If you have loved this and because we want our word to reach as many ears as possible in the world, I would be honored if you would share and tag us with your favorite takeaway on Instagram. And until next time, have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Hero podcast. We hope it's lit a fire within you to go after and achieve your dreams. If you loved this episode, we'd be honored if you would leave a review and share it with your friends on social media. As a thank you for sharing in our dream to inspire millions across the globe, we'll gift you a guided meditation that will allow you to step into the power of your inner hero faster than you could ever imagine. For daily inspiration, be sure you're following us on all social media platforms at Mind Your Hero. We've absolutely adored our time together on this episode and look forward to you tuning in again. Until next time, we wish you a magic-filled week.